problem. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just if, those. Let's put that on repeat. That that'll heal. <laughs> that'll that'll heal the most broken of men. That. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put some whiskey glasses on there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drawing conclusions on the couch with someone new. Call it a problem. <laughs> I call it a solution. solution. It's <laughs> so good. All right, you guys ready to fucking rock and roll? Let's fucking do it, dude. Yeah, I've been, I've been oh. ready. It is Tuesday, March 29th, 2022, and you are listening to the Tuesday Catch Up. And we got the full team here. Better moods than last week. This one's not going to be a shit show. Hey, Nate, hit the music. Dude, I'm so not prepared for this one. Yeah, you, hey, Nate, dude, you had your arms Nate, up Nate. above your head, and I was like, he's not ready. It's the music. <laughs> you know, we never we never play it at the beginning, so I understand why you wouldn't have Give it. Give me pictures of Spider-Man! <laughs> I don't know how I to read. Shade. At that point, yeah. not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the must. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. Oh, baby, it's good to be back. We're having a good time. We got all the boys here feeling good, feeling fine. Harley's coming to a place with us from better internet, yet he's working on the side of the podcast. Hey, hey, would we rather have half internet or half attention? That's really my question. Harley, what do you think? You're definitely going to want to go with half internet or uh, half attention. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic job there, Yardog. Well, I didn't think. Lots of beef. I didn't think you were coming to me first. I think you'd rather have half attention because that's sometimes what the pod gets anyways, but full internet, that's like... Oh, hey, 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 don't worry about it then. I'll just go fuck myself if you're only going to give a half... (laughs) Hey, way to tell the listeners, hey guys, sorry, I kind of phone it in for the hour a week that I don't pay attention to this podcast. You know, when I come so prepared and I tell you to come back to me, hey, just want to let you guys know if you haven't already figured it out, I give about half my attention to this thing. I learned it (laughs) in lights that people smell the need. They, they smell the neediness. What? It's more beginning to just be chill. No, dude. No. You don't no Harley, you don't get to self proclaim yourself as the the chill one on the podcast just because you don't come prepared. Yeah, man. I just kinda like going with the flow. This kind of classic podcast talk, right? Classic guy. Yeah, man, I'm kinda like the color commentary guy. I don't really like to prepare. I kinda like to riff. I kinda like riffing, dude. I'm completely talking out of my ass just because you're coming dude, at me. Dude, quit but... looking at your other screen. If I see you if yeah. I'm gonna kick you off the call if I see you look if I see you working. No, turn your camera back on, you bitch. For the Patreon. I'm like, I'm like 40 seconds away. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you are. Matt, Nate, how are oh. you guys doing? I hate Harley. I honestly have decided I hate podcast Harley. Cool outside of it, but I, I think I hate podcast Harley. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, podcast Harley is hilarious, but I don't know how they entered Like, let him enter the school. He looks like I don't, I, Harley, when was the last time you showered? Yeah. Yesterday. Oh, nice. Okay. An absolute vagrant. Yeah, but uh, Matt, here's the seemingly question. wet when you, hair. When you ask, when you ask Harley, when's the last time he showered? You have to add with soap. It's an asterisk question. With, oh yeah, yeah, with soap. Did you say? Did you shampoo uh, it up? Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, see, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> dude. He can. Cons- oh, Harley considers poop. a bath in the river a, a shower. He's like, oh, I just jumped in a, a warm pool. I feel good. <laughs> okay, I only wash my hair with shampoo like three times a week. Maybe. Yeah, okay, but I'm. 
but but Harley uses like Harley uses like the not clean version of like Doctor Squatch bars of soap. Like he like he uses. I I was in his shower last time we visited, and he had like this uh, outdoor scrub. It was like multi-purpose <laughs> for your hair, body, everything. It was just like you can was use it, it outside. Doctor No, dude. No, it, was some, it was some Mr. sort of Scotch. It, it was some sort of paste that paste, was like it, outdoors. It, it, his eyes on the one small plastic bottle of biodegradable camp soap, and just ignored all the shampoo and body wash around him. Listen, man, I just call it like I see it. And the way I see it is your camera's off right now because we just called you out for being a stinky boy. I also have another Harley question. Last week he was outside. Now he's further away from his house. Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) No comment. (laughs) What if Harley was homeless? Like legit just boondoggling around town. He's like, yeah, man, I'm calling in remote today. I go, go, where are you? Topeka, Kansas. He's in a Walmart parking lot. That's why he's trying to get me to come work on the bus so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I need a house. Yeah. Oh, God. Right now it's just tarps. He looks like the guy from Into the Wild. He's just <laughs> eating berries and shit in his pants. Anyways, <laughs> Nate, how are you doing, man? Oh, I'm great. Uh, Harley, it was really funny because you would turn your face towards the camera, but continue lo- working with your eyes like we were like too stupid to realize that you weren't paying attention to us. You just turned your face kind of and like kept your head over this way. Which pissed me off Real. so much worse. Like it was like it was the most dismissive way of letting me know you're not paying attention. You did the school. You did the school administrator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, lo- yep. like, like raised your head up, but kept your eyes down at the computer as if like you turned only your ears to my attention. So Harley. Uh... Harley, Real disrespectful. I listen. We fired three hosts so far since the reboot. I am not afraid to make it four. I, I this could be a thruple pretty quick. So shape up, okay? Anyways, um, and Matt also, I, I got go. beef. I got hella beef. Yeah, I got half, beef. Half, uh, beef half the fucking pod right now. <laughs> Harley, the absolute disrespect. That's your beef. Yeah. Uh oh. I gotta go, guys. See you later. So we've, got, we've got a gaming squad. Between me, Matt, and a former Tuesday catch-up host. And we get a text on a Friday night. Actually, no, not even. A Friday at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Matt goes, yo, who wants to game tonight? I got nothing going on. I want to game hard. And we're like, hell yeah, dude. With the, squad, the, squad, the squad will pull up. We'll cancel our Friday plans. You know, we'll do whatever. It's just, it's just a Friday night. It's for the boys. Because gaming, gaming with the boys is more important every once in a while. Bingo. And so I get a call from him at like 4.59. He goes, hey, uh, I won't be able to <laughs> game tonight, actually. And uh, Jake and I, ex-podcast hosts, had a great night. But the fucking just Matt, the beef, Matt. Matt, may I ask, when you made these gaming plans, when you were like, hey, boys, let's fucking get it. Let's get in there. Where are we dropping? Had you not talked to the lady first? Because that's my favorite. It's making the plans about I... checking with the boss. I had not. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. You, dude, fully, you, fully you had a dinner aware. that had been on the calendar for three months, and you had no clue. You're like, hey, let's cool. game tonight. She's like, mm, I don't know about that, Matt. Are you sure about not that? Fully aware. She was, she was supposed to be heading back home. I'm at the in-laws' house right now, but um, she was going back home a day early, and I'm like, oh, I got the night free. Let's do this. But then plans changed, and um, I was, I, I, I plans changed. There you go. Hey, what a diplomatic answer. That is how you don't put that on record that you fucked up, and neither are you upset about it. I'm, I hope you're having a great time. Can you tutor me on how to give a good excuse? 
because I, I fucked it up earlier. Well, no, he, Har- Harley just oh, likes I... to show up late. Harley's move, Harley's move is to be graced with like the communication. Of the plans is good, but Harley knows in his head he'll tell eight o'clock, but he knows it's more like nine thirty. He knows. He's... <laughs> I'll be you home. You know that. Hey, you know he's lying. Harley's gonna be such and a good boomer like dad. Attention. I'll be home when I'm home. He's gonna go. Hey, I'll be back later. That is very <laughs> loose on the times, but Harley right now because Harley and I are very alike. We don't want to disappoint our ladies, so we set an earlier time where I was like, oh, I'm gonna game for like 45 minutes maybe and then like <laughs> knowing full well i have no intention of stopping in 45 minutes yeah, but it yeah, sounds yeah. better and it gets later. the system on you know like because if you can get if you can get started it buys you good spot buys you 45 minutes of 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 good yeah exactly I'm, I'm in trouble good until gaming. the 45th minute has passed bingo That's <laughs> and then and then and then we're in, now you're into the, the mildly late zone which for us is 15 to 30 minutes you can that doesn't hurt so bad and then mm-hmm. after 30 minutes then you're like that's expected no, yeah and then you're like okay now every minute i'm giving up something right like it's gonna get worse and worse and then harley generally harley's a big like he'll show up like an hour late one time dude one time i drove harley to the hospital where he worked and he went in to have lunch with a former co-worker he was supposed to pick up a check and say hello that was it pick up a check say hello and motherfucker didn't have a car because he was visiting home he flew home <laughs> i had the car i said hey sure i'll give up my time to take you to the hospital drove him there we sit i dropped him off the door i said all right what do you think he's like ah, oh, 15 20 hour and a half i sat in that parking lot oh, he wouldn't pick his phone up either <laughs> that motherfucker sat down and had a whole rice and beans lunch with his hispanic co-worker like literally she cooked him a whole meal sent him home with leftovers hung out with him he wouldn't pick his phone up i was like i will fucking kill you dude i have I never <laughs> Huh? I shared the leftovers with you. Dude, I almost threw them out the fucking window. You and the leftovers. I was, I've never, like, <laughs> Harley, that's the thing. It's like, you were like, you kind of got, you got to the point where you're like, hey, 15, 20, that means 30 in my brain, maybe 45. And then you just kept, you just doubled down. Um, well, that's kind of what happened today. I was under the impression the podcast was going to be its usual 30 minutes late. So I had stuff that I wasn't going to finish until 1130. Like, that's about how long it was going to take. Maybe until 1115. Yeah, dude, you had time. See, I got to learn from Harley because I, I don't communicate no, you and don't. I'm late. No, no, you don't want to learn I'm from late. Harley. You don't want to learn from Harley. Har- <laughs> Harley. Harley's residence is the doghouse. If you want to learn from somebody, it's me. I will teach you, I will teach you how to do what you want to do without ever, yeah, with, with minor uh, minor do- uh, doghousing. Let's- Hey, let's let's start a school for scoundrels. Yeah, yeah, there it is. School for scoundrels. It's yeah. How how to be late and get out of dinner with your fiance's parents. One on one. It's the first page. Mm-hmm. We, Lucy's like, hey, do you want to go to dinner or do you want to go to my parents' house for dinner tonight? I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so here's what you do yeah, in that sense. You go, you go. Hey, can we touch base on this in an hour? And then you just keep kicking it until it's about six o'clock. And then you go, ah, oh, man, I had such a big lunch. So my lunch was so big. <laughs> That's so full. I'm kidding. If, I, oh, my God. If only she knew who your Fredericksons were, you never pass up a free meal. 100%. Well, here's, you know, and I would I would go to this dinner tonight, but the problem is she had talked about going to get Broken Tree Pizza and bringing it back up for us, and I'm like, well, does that cancel this out? You know, because at that point, then, <laughs> then absolutely not. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know how many times I could have shrimp and mashed potatoes before I, I you know, I just, I, I was excited for what I was going to have. Anyways. Who eats shrimp and mashed potatoes? Shut I up. I will say this. Lucy's dad, fantastic chef. He makes a great twice-baked baked potato. It's one of the best twice-baked baked potatoes I've ever had in my life. 
but here's the problem. Just like my dad, they have specialties, right? I think everybody's everybody's parents mm-hmm. have like especially his is the same like kind of spicy shrimp, a twice baked potato, green beans that I won't eat, and then like one like <laughs> like either and then either a steak or a fish that I, I you know it's good. I like a little surf turf, but like. You okay, serving turf is different, but I'm just like I don't think I've ever heard of a meal of shrimp and mashed potatoes. You'd be surprised Sounds how pretty good, good it is, actually. Dude. Yeah, I do what no, Thanksgiving there'll be shrimp on the table, which is such a bizarre uh, Thanksgiving yeah. food. Um, but um, um s- since we're in the realm of roasting Harley, I was in a group chat and he was getting roasted. He wasn't even in it. I wasn't even a part of the group chat. And I was getting roasted. No. It was it was phenomenal, but I sent I sent some pictures. the The Casa de Steubing household is getting renovated, so the kitchen's completely gutted, like just down to the studs. And I sent like a video to the to the, to our friend group, and and they're like, "Oh man, what does Harley do? There's no refrigerator to go walk into, <laughs> like when you walk in the door just and a, and raid." Just a shot across yeah. the bow is my they, favorite. Yeah, they did it like a like a riddle. He is like, "A house has no refrigerator and no kitchen. Where does Harley go when he enters?" <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere else is the, is yeah. the answer. Tyler said, Tyler said the Little Caesars dumpster. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> answer brutal. me, Batman. <laughs> oh, it was it was so funny. I was laughing. It was uh, I was I had to think about it really hard. I was like, where 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 did he go? And and to our to our advantage, there is two refrigerators in the Stooping household, but it's all frozen. So then he's got to find a microwave. So it's still like a you know okay so you got wait are you guys continues. you guys got the outdoor fridge or you got the the chest freezer what do we Based got downstairs, downstairs, chest, downstairs freezer? chest freezer yeah. ah, okay. and a basement and the yeah. basement fridge there's always the base like the okay the basement fridge. fridge is it like a it's kind of like an off-white like eggshell white that is not yeah. no mm-hmm. longer fits mm-hmm. the scheme yep and it's got like the yeah. wire the white wire racking that can just it's just stocked to the brim oh, with yeah. oh, you yeah. know brisk iced tea and other beverages <laughs> that have been in there since 2006 uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. Lots of LaCroix. The beverage fridge is the best because there's always like there's always like a random code red in in the aisles of soldiers. There's always an imposter <laughs> yeah. in there and if you reach deep enough, you can get like a craft beer or a, like a like I said mm-hmm. a, a Mountain Dew or something delicious. Um the beverage fridge I, it does create that, you know. There's always a diet mug in the door from like 2006 with a dent in the top with a, so you're not sure if it's going to be flat or not. And that fucking, that angry dog's looking at you every time you open the fridge. Hey, all right, that's enough. You know? Yeah, dude, that's the best. The beverage fridge. There's always, there's always a couple frozen pizzas in the freezer of the downstairs bev fridge. Yes. Or like some freezer burnt pizza rolls with a like a clothespin on them, like spun up. There's, <laughs> yeah. dude, it's, it's one of the weirdest phenomenons. The fact that everybody knows what the beverage fridge is. Like, not everyone has one, but if you ask someone, like, "Hey, what's in the beverage fridge?" They could name five items. I bet three out of five are in that fridge. Or like four out of five are in that fridge. Or like where it is, you yeah. know, it's either the garage or an unfinished portion of your basement. It's always behind. It's it's hidden somewhere out of plain sight, but it's stocked full of shit. We uh, and it's kind of necessary too. Like you, you if you if you have a family, you kind of need that second fridge. But dude, there's only two of us in this house, and I'm like, we are stretching the limits. We need more freezer space. I I kind of almost <laughs> bought a chest freezer for a couple of two and a cat. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's all right. What? What? I, I, it got cut off. I love that. Even though you have better internet, we're still not giving you a punchline. You're getting that's, fucking that's dick today, dude. Good. All right, last time it cut you off again. So hit it again. 
Uh, I said that's mostly on you, right? There you Maybe go. Second. Hey, hey, wow. Was it worth it? Worth it. Worth it. Is that worth, worth coming back to? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Dude, all the comedians uh, in the area, like, we all just dunk on each other's, like, the like the easy fat joke, and we always just go, did that feel good? Like, was that was that the one? Was that worth, <laughs> was that worth it? Always. Always take it. It's a free It's free points. Um Make your layups. I, yeah, make your layups, dude. Make your free throws. You want to win the game, you got to hit everything. You don't you don't leave points on the board um, that way. Harley, I didn't get to ask, so how are you now that you're focused on the podcast and not work? Uh, I'm okay. I've been over-caffeinating like the last four days straight, which has resulted in like not good sleep, and I feel I – was, I was cranky this morning. I haven't been cranky in a while. Uh, I felt like you. This is my favorite part <laughs> yeah, of Harley, I'd though. I like to wake up and be, be a <clears throat> podcaster. I'm just crap I'm mad at the world. Harley, Harley goes, how are you doing? I said, or he's go, what are you going to do before the pot? I said, I don't know, marinate in my own anger. Like, I was just, <laughs> I do, I will see this. I woke up in the best mood today. I woke up and I put on uh, Frank Sinatra, fly me to the moon as loud as I could on my phone and just walked around the house. I was like, you are all I've longed for. I was like just singing and spinning. I was so stupid. Uh, I think I'm, I think I was a little, a uh, little hungover from yesterday. Um, Harley, here's the thing about Harley guys is that Harley likes to call and ask for advice on things he should do and then do the opposite of the advice. He's got, he's got that special Fredrickson quality in him. He, um, he called me, he's like, oh, I'm on my way to the, I'm on my way. Um, I've already had two cups of coffee. I'm pretty anxious. Should I have another one? I said, absolutely not. And he went, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. I love how you know your problem too. And you're just like, I don't care. Or like yeah. he'll literally know he's gonna be in trouble if he does something, and he just can't help himself. Like he like I don't know what if you didn't get spanked enough as a kid, did mom and dad just not decide to keep doing. Like you like you 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 look consequence in the face and you smile. You go I don't care. Moving on. Uh, I also went to <laughs> I went to Duluth yesterday, which was pretty sweet. There was like a a gear swap. So said, of- said no one ever. I went to Duluth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was rad. <laughs> You guys don't spend enough time in the Northwoods. At least feels like New York City. I'm sure it does. The Big Apple, dude. <laughs> they have two restaurants. They have two restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> made the uh, the to Costco and went and checked out a bunch of different little shops. And there was like a gear swap, so they have like a pretty big outdoor education, like recreation school. And so all their like retired gear they were selling for like pennies on the dollar. So went and got some outdoor stuff, which is pretty sweet. What'd you get? What'd you get? Uh, I got a pair of waders, like really nice for like ten bucks. Um, we bought. I I got a bunch of like climbing holds. We're gonna build a climbing wall at school. So Wait. they had a bunch of retired climbing holds and what was it like two dry bags, like mm. for news uh, and kayak trips. Who is leading this building of the climbing wall? May I ask? Can I just? Can I just? Can I poke a little bit? Uh, nope, okay. it won't be with, me. With okay. retired rock climbing equipment. Yeah, I was well. I because well, no, my brain's like, oh, there's like, yeah, we found wall. this at the the clearance rack in Duluth. I think oh, this will no. hold the kids. It's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> be like a wall. Like nothing's gonna be where you need a belay. Like the highest place your feet can get are like three feet off the ground. It's like what? Like bold, bouldering, dude. Yeah, bouldering wall. I've watched people dive into pools of three feet. Like you can still get hurt in that kind of that height can still do some things. Um, well, hey, Darwin wasn't he? He was right about some things. That is true. We do. I mean, got thin the herd a bit. 
I mean, there's got to yeah. be so like, like I think honestly, people people yeah. do try to over safety things, and I think there is something about just letting some of the so letting some of it wash out, right? Like, what are you going to do? Protect that person until they have a kid, and then their kid does something even dumber. Like, I I'm not saying I'm for like a like a like a mass sweep of getting rid of these people. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is sometimes you do have to let nature run its course, like you said, Harley Darwin. Darwin wasn't always wrong. He wasn't exactly a good guy, but he wasn't wrong on a lot of things. So lo- the local podcast host only supports eugenics just a little bit. Bingo. I'm he's totally not for a full genocide. He's for kind of <laughs> letting things play out. He's <laughs> local <laughs> podcaster says, let's just see how it shakes out. <laughs> I'm, if, if we didn't all have a little help, this whole podcast would be missing their front teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Man, true. without, without a little help, I'd look like some sort of creature. I right? like, <laughs> Dude, Harley, you and Harley, you and I would look like fucking Cletus and Cletai. We, we would fucking we'd be boiling moonshine in Duluth if you if, you, if there was hey if Damro Dental didn't exist, you and I would have no IQ. We'd be we'd be out there fucking you know. All right, I don't know. That was that was Trappy. gonna go that was gonna go down a path that I was not ready to take that bit to. <laughs> <laughs> well, last but night, reality, can I? T- well, you gotta let you gotta let kids have a little fun when in like the most dangerous moments, the most like ridiculous moments I was in. That's when I learned the best life lessons. Oh, yeah, know? dude. Well, I, I was walking through. I was in Stevens Point last night, <clears throat> and I was like, man, I almost died at a lot of these places. And I just, like, I just somehow escaped death, like, quite a few times in my life. You know, like, and I'm like, you kind of got to let those things happen. They, they help you put the walls around not doing it later on. Like, you got to have a couple of those, like, falling asleep in the wrong person's house or, you know, like, walking at 5 a.m. through a large city with your shoes off looking obviously like a tour. Like, you know, there's there's certain things you have to have happen that are just kind of coming of shame, like, holding your shoes like this. I do it anywhere <laughs> I go. I, I do that on the way out of restaurants with my belt. I just... <laughs> 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 the walk of shame. That's I get hilarious. up from my table and just, you know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I don't know why this made me think of it, the whole, like, no teeth thing. But last night I was I was doing a show in Stevens Point, and uh, I was doing my Game of Thrones joke about how having sex with me is like Game of Thrones. And the crowd, like, like only one person, right when I said that, like, started dying laughing. And I was like, what do you think it is? And I, like, looked at it, and I was like, a lot of siblings. Like, I just, like, kind of said that. I put a whole bunch of old people way against me. They hated me after that. But uh, <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Um, it's a little too close to home, the incest jokes in Stevens Point. A little bit, dude. A little bit. Well, because I, like, I set the joke up. I'm like, I want to hear what he has. And he's like, no, no. And I was like, what, siblings? Like, <laughs> But... Nah, takes a takes a little bit of Game of Thrones knowledge. Um, are we? Let's get into Wine or Shine. What do you think, huh? We'll we'll lay off Harley. It is time to wine or shine. I was ready for that one. Harley, are you mad at us? No, I'm not mad. This is what my face looks like every week when I podcast. I just don't have my camera. Just apathetic. Just yeah. Just <laughs> kind of doing this on obligation because he knows I'm at the brink. No, I think I think the the classroom is definitely playing a role in that. Did not did not end on a good note on Friday. So, what do you mean? Like the, the kids were giving you shit? Uh, why yeah, about it? Hang on, hang on. We got. I don't know why, but Harley Harley's audio seems to get less priority from Discord than ours because the minute any of us talks, it just mutes him. So Harley, what happened on I think, Friday? I think you set it up like that. Not intentionally. <laughs> uh. No, Friday has just become, I mean, we did a couple Friday afternoons where we, like, 
watched a movie or like went on like a, an hour long walk in the afternoon, like kind of making it like a Friday fun day. And for some reason that has like put into the class's minds that, well, it's Friday. We don't have school on Friday. Friday is a fun day. We don't have to listen. We don't have to follow the rules. And uh, that just like continued building. Um, we were we were building like an outdoor cooler to keep like the maple maple tree sap cold. And these kids were just like refusing to do it. And that was like what the class was, was building that. And then they started fighting and one kid yelled, shut the fuck up. Because some other kid. Like, <laughs> what an all time line, dude. <laughs> and then like that kid, I told him, I said, oh, take five, take five. So he goes and he's just pouting, still swearing. Oh my God. It was just, it was just making me mad. So kind of when he was still just like barking from the sidelines, when he was on his little break, I kicked him inside and. It was just it was just annoying end to the day. So yeah, that's why Friday after school I was like sitting there sending a bunch of emails. What can I ask a question? Knowing that you're retiring and you fired your company, <clears throat> what is yeah. stopping you from putting a movie on every Friday? Like what's stopping you from completely phoning? Well, what would happen? That, no, that's the thing. The movie's still coming, but like <laughs> I'm happy to have the movie be there in the afternoon if we can actually do our shit in the morning. And but they're not just and, and they're not willing to negotiate with you. No, and, and in that case, well, well, we'll just scale it back. Then it's no movie. It'll just be a regular day. Oh, it's Thursday part two. This, dude, there are a few things in life, right? Like power is a drug. I'll say that. Power is a drug. It's the most powerful one of all. And when you're working with kids and you can fucking hold a good time over their head, hey, you guys want to be shitheads? Say goodbye to the dilly bars. Dump them in the garbage right in front of their faces but as a parking not, It's wreck. not even – I don't think it's a power trip. It's like that was that was our reward for like having a good week. And if you don't have right. a good week – and, but I'm like saying that. when having the power when they're being shitheads to shit on their day is it's fantastic. There's the oh, you don't get a lot of wins in this life, and those are the wins we had. We had a we had kids at the park and rec, dude. If they were sh little, if they were being fuckers during lunch, I would shut the lights off and go. We're having quiet time. And if they had a peep, I would reset the timer. I think at one point we have 45 minutes with their heads in their palms. I went, sorry, can't do it. You're just gonna have to stay down. <laughs> like you guys, if you guys can make it through six and a half seconds, we'll play the heads down, thumbs up. But they didn't want to play ball. Um, second part is there, and this is going to be my first wine. Is there anything funnier than kids swearing <clears throat> like to a certain age up to middle schooler? Once they get into high school, it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Everybody talks like that. You're almost an adult. Shut up. But like, right. like I had, I had a seven year old to park and rec who just loved to say son of a bitch. Like so much, dude, <laughs> he would, he'd come up and go son of a bitch. You are the best son of a bitch I've ever met in my life. He said that to me verbatim one day. I went, dude, you are a G like, I absolutely love this. And, uh, yeah, he, dude fantastic kid always talked about kicking people's asses and stuff like that and he uh he dropped a motherfucker once or twice which was so good dude as a young kid he had kind of a lisp and he was like very he was like a ghastly pale kid like he you know he's gonna be one of those kids like a minecraft kid when he grows up but man funny as shit when he said fuck so harley i'd imagine a 12 year old yelling shut the fuck up is still pretty funny i mean i kind of laughed um it's hard not my to. There was there was a different moment of the day that was pretty funny. This kid who like kind of blurts out and just like in general adds commentary that's not necessary. We we're in the middle of something and one of the other teachers here was like in my classroom at the time and this kid just like something and it was like really dis disruptive to what we were doing and he goes, Nobody cares and the whole class just erupted laughing, including the kid that said it. He's like, 
Nobody cares. <laughs> Dude, there is there is nothing better than good when a kid realizes they have timing. They can hardly they can never really replicate it once they do it once and they do it well. But man, sometimes kids don't realize how they hit the right lull in the moment and said the right thing and they'll send a place into a frenzy. But then oh, yeah. generally those kids try to do it like six more times with the same shit. You know, they try to they try to score with the same ball and it's like, no no no, that's already been done. You gotta find new shit. You know? True. That's True. So that was that was one of my shines. Um, I'm gonna shine again. Um, uh, this is comedians doing karaoke. Um, I don't rare. I rarely get a chance to, like actually hang out with any of the people I do comedy with outside of comedy. But on Friday, we uh, we did these things. Jack, one of the comedians locally, does uh, he does these feats of strength and power. He basically chooses an arbitrary skill that he thinks he can do on like on almost no practice. He he uh, first one was he tried to kick. I think it was six out of ten 40 yard field goals. He uh, he hit two, which was really honestly impressive. The first one he drilled right down the middle. It was like forty yards out. I'm like, damn, that's impressive. This one was he thought he could throw 85 miles an hour on a fastball if with a baseball. That's now, hilarious. Before, before we get this, who here thinks they could even hit 80? I Harley, you could not be further For from sure, the truth. No. Harley, no. my I, shoulder fucking kills me. I hit 69. Like, I, and I, and I, I oh, ripped it. 80. Throw like, you throw like a girl. I, okay, buddy. Uh, so he, Bro, was, 70 so, is so fucking fat. Yeah. Like, so hard to do if you haven't been training for it. Like, it, that's vast. It's insane. Like, and like kids in Little League could pitch 65, probably, like some of the better pitchers. Um, but, you know, they're young kids. But, like, that was when most of us stopped playing baseball. Right. Like, I haven't wound up and tossed something. But last time I did, it was at, like, some fair, maybe, like, four or five years ago, four years ago. It was at a, a, a football game. They had, like, a pitch thing at a college football game. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking – I'm going to do 80 right here. And first – 68 <laughs> i got to like 71 i think yeah and that's like um, that's that's when you're in your best shape like a young like young in shape can like really college, throw and i was putting everything i yeah. I almost had to get tommy john surgery dude my sh- my whole arm like hurts and i threw seven balls i just was like i don't want to throw this anymore i can feel this is a bad idea um so he did it he hit about that 70 mark, uh, like right around that. And he was like, I'm, I'm absolutely cooked. I'm like, yeah, 15 more miles an hour is is, is going to be intense. So that was very funny. But the reason that my shine is karaoke is we decided to go out to the bar after that. And now, like comedians just in general, kind of dumb, dumb, dumbs, which is fun. Um, they all picked the most, like, out there songs ever. Like, we have this big kind of like, he's like, a, he's a chubbier dude. Um, and uh, he picked up. Uh, chubbier than who? Uh, much chubbier than me even um, and he was singing like poison with a really high voice like really sending it and then we had a couple other ones doing it but then uh just what like uh one of the other ones did uh, offspring and changed his voice to be high like the guys and did like a whole song in voice and by the end you could hear his like his vocal cords starting to strain from doing the high voice and uh and then Jack, because he was doing the baseball throw, was in a full baseball uniform, like the pants, the shirt. The every, like, it's tough because bless his heart. The guy looks 50. He's 27. Um, and so he gets up there and he sings drinking problem. And the place hated him right away. Like before the song started, they're like, who the fuck is this dressed like an absolute nut job up here? And then he absolutely demolished drinking problem. By the end, the entire crowd was like doing the hand wave thing. I literally I was I was cracking up like i was like this is one of the most bizarre things i've ever seen it was just it was it was fantastic to watch the crowd uh turn turn and uh and embrace him 
So that's uh, that's one of my shines. I'm passing it, it off, but I have I have some wines for later. Uh, Nate, I'm I'm coming to you. I got two big old shines this week, and I know each and every one of you guys are gonna absolutely love them. First, first <laughs> big talk, shine. Big talk. First shine, guys. Soft boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> they are absolutely amazing. I've got an egg cooker and I, you know, toss a little water in there, crack some, or not, I don't crack some eggs. You like puncture a hole in the egg, you toss them in the egg machine and they come out these perfect soft boiled eggs and they're fucking amazing. It's like, I don't know. It's like the perfect sunny side up egg and you eat them while they're still a little bit warm too. It's so fucking good. With like salt and pepper and like yeah, a little salt. salt, just a little salt, not you, even pep. Do you remember when that was like the diet was to eat like hard boiled eggs? They're like, here, have eleven of these a day. They're like, just, just <laughs> like you did, saying like, they're the grossest shit, dude. Soft or hard boiled, Nate, I can't ride with you on this. I, I oh, think, you're so dude, wrong. I think dude. like anybody who eats hard boiled or soft boiled eggs just smells like sulfur. Like I feel like they just stink. <laughs> like I feel like their body, like their body's like this is not right. Stop it. Dude, but I, I I love eating hard boiled eggs in the office and just stink it up, and then like people come in and be like, "What the hell yeah, is going on in here?" It smells like like, and then I, and then I flash the egg. I'm like, "Egg." Yeah, dude, and then it's gross. Like the the fucking yolk of the egg gets that like gray mm-hmm. outer thing when it gets hard. Like they're uh, they're yeah. not not they, when it's soft boiled, brother. Dude, Nate, I what so what dude. can you describe? What is the yolk like on a soft boiled egg? It's like right. a sunny side up runny. It's like a sunny side up egg. The whole white is perfectly cooked, and the yolk is runny like a, a perfect Ooh. sunny side up egg. Is that a yeah. is that ramen. one bite? Good uh, two egg. bites. Yeah, it it is a good ramen egg, but two bites. Salt, one bite on the top. Get a little <laughs> bit of the the yolk. Salt, bottom bite. Mostly yolk, a little bit of the white. And my God, it is so fucking good. If you haven't tried a soft-boiled egg, try one. It, it's amazing. I'm out. I'm out on that. I think the only time I could eat them is they're like on top of hash browns or something. I couldn't do. I couldn't do it. Oh, that'd be good too. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Start with ramen. Start with a ramen. Go easy on yourself. Right. Graduate to just eating a soft-boiled egg right out of the. Shell. I think we graduate by removing the things that make it good. We go, hey, gra- graduate down to the base <laughs> ingredient: just salt and egg. <laughs> the, the salt and egg combo. Is- fantastic so goddamn good next shine now i know matt's been looking for new music to play at the brewery uh while they're doing canon and shit like that and i would just like to shine the whole outcast discography (laughs) everybody knows their for their 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 favorite like the best four songs uh hey uh um so fresh and so clean um miss jackson and uh, a couple other ones but everybody knows those songs oh at aliens uh that's a good one but there's so many good old songs on outcast every single song that they made is fantastic and it'll get you going so if you're looking for some new old stock music that you can bop to go through the outcast discography i love it i i love it too 
I think there's value in revisiting some of your favorite, like not one hit wonders, but small sample bands, and just going through their discography because you will find one or two gems in there. Like no matter what band you're 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 looking at or group you're looking at, they've got some songs hidden in there that you're like, man, there's no reason why this shouldn't have made the jump, but it just must have not had commercial appeal. And you're like, this is a fantastic piece of work. And some of some songs age like fine wine, you know. They might that may not have worked in the time, but now they work great. I I also say this I. I like picking songs. Like, I like to accumulate a playlist of all random songs from different people, but I do love listening to an album front to back. I think there's some, like, especially the artists who take the time to structure an, like a 13 song album so that they're, they're in an order for a reason. I will listen to that whole thing and be like, okay, I really liked it. Like, for some reason, even if the songs don't, like, really logically, like, they don't work together, there's a reason why they're in that order. And it can be, uh, I think there's, there's some fun times to be had there. Mm hmm. Uh, those are good shines, Nate. Yeah, thanks, baby. Hey, you're a positive guy. Speaking of positive Nate Nation guys, Nation loves boys. Hey, Nate Nation, gang, gang. The egg boys are out for business. See you next Tuesday, gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, down eggs one at a time. Uh, Soft boiled <laughs> boys. Uh, so, <laughs> hate it, Harley. You're up. What do you got, buddy? Uh, I am going to. <laughs> I'm gonna shine, um, and that is like bringing back old hobbies and them being like much easier than you thought they were going to be. Like um, Sarah and I, a couple, I think it was last weekend or something. We tie dyed a bunch of stuff, and it was actually incredibly easy, and it didn't take that long, and it was super fun. So like old kind of crafty projects that you think are gonna be really involved that actually go pretty smoothly is a shine. I dig that sweatshirt. Thank you. This was one of the one of the products. Um, that's very rad, Harley. That's a great point, though. Think of anything you tried as a kid that you put down, or even as like a young adult that you put down. You're like, "Fuck that! I'm never doing it again." Then you come back and you're like, "You know what? Playing guitar not actually that hard if you uh, if you take 20 minutes to just be patient and and learn and listen or tie dye or like building anything like." understanding how shit works or where your tools are you just mm-hmm. you think uh you problem solve a lot better you're like what's the easiest way to get this done whereas a kid you just like or even as again as a young adult you just like put your head down and ran through it you're like i think we do this you never take the time to research or learn mm-hmm. anything so yeah coming back to but hobbies it, it really is that complicated or hard no not at all and realizing that like ninety thousand people have done it before you so there's gonna be information out there right you like you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to craig frederickson it and just go at it you know you just you you can you don't have to try but dad dad tries to deconstruct everything with an engineering mindset i go well there's also youtube you know they're you're not the first person to change a pair of brakes or an alternator um that's a good uh, harley it looks like you didn't do the silica pre-soak or the uh the t-shirt pre-soak with the uh the chemical in it i did i did do the soda ash pre-soak this was when the dye was kind of running low so it ended up being a very light tie-dye it just kind of like a little spritz of dye sometimes that's the best just a little dash of color ne- next time though i think i would load up the dye bottles with like much more color in the bottom make it like really strong dye it's exactly like a, how i like my women more <laughs> color in the bottom there you go hey <laughs> Little blue butts. I've got another shine though, um, and that is to the sketchy marketplace deals that actually give you a good story to tell. Um, one of the things that happened in Duluth is picking up like a cedar chest, 
and this guy called we called to pick up this chest and the guy um was not there and he goes oh is there like a so first thing that happened we get out of the car and there's this woman who comes out and she doesn't actually open the door or anything we just see like a head peek through the window like real quickly and then disappears and does not come back out i thought maybe she's like going to grab her slippers or something then call the guy he goes uh oh is there like a you guys you guys there and he goes we go yeah is someone there yeah and then he just pauses for like five seconds it's like is there a a car in the driveway like yeah and he goes oh that's uh that's my sister she's uh she's a catatonic schizophrenic she she probably we're like what the fuck he goes he goes hold this sign up or she starts shooting he goes she thinks you're aliens (laughs) (laughs) not an fbi agent (laughs) so uh he goes he goes well when she's on her meds she's pretty nice like maybe she can come out and entertain you and we're like uh And, and then he started going into this whole spiel about why he wasn't there uh so then um we're like what's your what's your eta and he just goes yeah, so my daughter had to take the car, and he just like blew right through the question. He was like classic boomer mentality. So we're just like, uh, gotta run some other errands. We'll be back in a bit. But that guy was just a nut. Like the people you meet on Facebook Marketplace are something else. I'm so interested in to see what the entertainment would be. Dude, she Maybe comes she out with a collar entertain. on. She's fucking. She's like tied to something in the house. She comes out just woof. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, you pull up. Nice. You pull up. There's a fucking table with a bunch of tinfoil hats. Says, put these on. Otherwise, she's not gonna think you're real. Like she think like you need to, like. She he goes go beep boop beep boop beep, and she'll understand who you are. Just just wild. She was actually like plenty nice and like, I it was just a weird experience. Can I ask you a question, Harley? Yeah. How long of a driveway did this person have? Not long, oh, like two cars, actually two cars. Long. Damn. All right, well, that kind of like ruins, that ruins, that ruins my whole joke. I was, I, 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 every Facebook Marketplace experience I've had is the driveway is fifty yards long at least with no lights. You like much trash is in their yard? Yeah, and they had a super friendly dog when the guy came. That that's what just made. Oh, the whole so that experience. basement's definitely full of dead bodies then, right? Like if if, if he somehow can find the mess to inside the house in a cedar chest, did you open it? How many hands were in there? Did you? <laughs> None. It was safe. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Duluth. Well, that's what happens, dude. These small towns. Everybody's so fucking insane, right? Like everything's a, everything's a twenty-five minute conversation. They've all got some sort of fucking demented relative living in their house, somehow chained up to something. <laughs> you know, I mean, Duluth is not a small town. It's like half the size of Green Bay. Duluth is not half the size. Duluth is half the size yes, of the pier. Duluth is Duluth. I can throw a football across Duluth. No one gives a shit. Blow it up. It's there's a stupid a, place. There's a division. College in Duluth. Oh great! Oh yeah, we play hockey. Who gives a fuck, dude? If you have to drive six hours to every game, you don't matter. That sh- that town sucks. Duluth Duluth sucks. I'm not even. The only thing they make is good uh, good undies, right, Matt? We're both Duluth guys. Nope, me undies guy. Oh, me dude, undies. you fell into the fucking Instagram ads. They're the greatest. Wearing them right now. I don't, dude, here's the problem with those small towns like Duluth, though. Is right, it's like everybody's got a crazy relative, and rap. That's that. You got a nice cutter, Nate. I'll give you that, dude. Absolute dump truck of an ass. <laughs> Um, Matt, <laughs> I mean, my God, you going to make me act up. Is that a Rolling two Stones? Layers, me two layers, I forgot. Beautiful. You doubled up me on these. Did you, were you, did you eat like cheese and you just didn't want to fart your farts to stink? No, I'm wearing so, athletic shirts. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I will wear like an extra layer in case I ate something and we're sleeping in the same, like if Lucy and I are sleeping over somewhere and we don't have a fan, I will like double layer up because if I ate something, I don't want to fart her out of the room. You know, you got kind of. Do you be, remember? 
the business mm-hmm. idea I pitched where it was a pair of underwear that had a slot for you to put a, a, a dryer sheet yes. in? Yes. I don't, I, that's a great idea. I don't remember that. <laughs> it is a great idea. I don't, yeah, I don't remember it, really but I absolutely love it. It's a tube for your butt. Yeah, dude. Yeah, kinda... the, the boof tube. Dude, it's uh, it's like yeah. the kids well, in college who would smoke weed through a paper, like a paper towel roll in a dryer sheet. This is that for yeah. farts. Exactly. <laughs> well, while we're on the topic of being a poop cast, I want to ask you guys a personal question. Yeah. Uh, you think this is a COVID symptom or something I need to see the doctor about? Every time I, I've complained <laughs> of sardines, smell it's... my what I smell is like gross fish. Oh no, dude, that's a COVID symptom. I I nothing smelled the same for two years. I've had, I had COVID in late 2020. Nothing still smells. All my poops smell the same no matter what. It's it's honestly ridiculous. Yeah, um, all farts like fish now. Yeah. No. Weird. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hey, peanut butter can't eat it. Tastes like cat litter to me now. It like ta- it, like really? it has like it has like a cat foodish consistency to me. Uh, I'd be like, so sad. It. That- it sucks. Yeah, man. Reese's cups don't taste good anymore. Like I'll power through here and there, but yeah, there are certain <laughs> foods now that I'm just like well, you know what I mean. Like I, 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 I'm one of those people who think they could trick their brain back into being able to eat the food that they used to. So like I'll just be yeah, it'll be fine. You know, and, uh, I eat, if you freeze them, they're okay. Um. But yeah, hard. I wouldn't worry about it. It's smell, you know, it is what it is. As long as no one else says it smells like dirt, dirty fish, then you're fine. Good. Yeah. Why are you I'm, at school right now, huh? Dude, what'd you say, Harley? That was it. Those are my two shines. Not bad. Well done. Well done. You spurred some good conversation. Matt, you're up. Come back to me. I can't. Just kidding. It's me and you. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Well, first, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shine wine wine. All right. Shy, why, why? Uh, first, I'm going to shine. Uh, tax season. I actually kind of enjoy it. Um, Uncle Sam finally paid this corporate fat cat that sweet, sweet greens that I was able to have for about five minutes. Um, so that was cool, seeing a bunch of money coming in my bank account and then uh, immediately wrote checks to, to pay for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, but it's a good feeling, man. I, I understand the ta- like when everyone gets their tax returns and they're like, let's go, baby. Let's go out to eat. Yeah. Before it's like officially <laughs> spoken for, you see all that green in your account and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. they think things are, things are good again. And then uh, and things then, are looking that, up. Being hood rich for two days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love kinda, it. I love kinda. It. I mean, there's a cool, a good time of year if you, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you live in a city, to, uh, stock you up. Sell rims. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's how they get you. They take your money and bomb other countries with it and then give you a party once a year. That's right, baby. <laughs> April's a good time. Yeah. Uh, Matt, that's a good chime. What else you got? Thank you. All right, I'm going to skip one, actually. It's just a quickie, but I'm going to go to this one instead. Um, I think we can all agree. Like, I have a, I have a few flaws, right? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, ca- I care too much. I uh, work too hard. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I... Uh, I may be late occasionally. Sure. Um, hey, hey, who is? But I'm, gonna, but I'm gonna whine about something here. Um, being forgetful. I have walked past. I have these two clamps in my house. They're in an obscure place from when we moved, in in a, like a room I never venture into. And like four times since December of. 2020 when we moved into this house i've walked past and i go oh yeah that's where they are and i'm never like in the mood like i'm never in the position to grab them because i'm like always doing something and i'm like oh, i gotta go grab them i gotta grab them i've needed a clamp maybe a dozen times and i've just like makeshifted it and so then finally i was at the store one day and i'm like i i gotta i don't even think those clamps are at my house anymore i'm like I'm pretty sure my dad's got them 
went out, bought new clamps, walked past those new old clamps like two days later. I'm like, God damn it. Dude, nothing more demoralizing. Cause then you go, well, one day I'll take them and return them or I'll take the new ones and return them, and be like, that's never going to happen. Like I, now yeah. I just have four clamps. Matt, okay. Go, clamps is something. Oh, go ahead. You always need more. You always need more clamps. Oh, totally. Always. What are we t- like? What kind of clamps are we talking about? Like chip bag. The clamps? ones that you kind of like squeeze and they they slowly go. But I mean, they're like this long. You know, two feet long or something. <laughs> yeah. Yep, oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Uh, for mm-hmm. those listening at home, Nate just pulled out two clamps like Walker Texas Ranger and <laughs> like out of his fucking <laughs> hip pockets. Uh wanted to add a silver lining too, Matt. One of the one of the perks of that kind of thing is that you always have duplicates. So even if stuff breaks, yeah. you get full, you end up buying a second. You have loaner pairs. You have stuff if it breaks. Mm-hmm. A- well, I just couldn't believe that my dumbass thought I, I gave them back to my dad like months ago, even though they've been sitting up in a closet for the last year and a half. Yeah. And I'm like... What? What? I was. Nate gave me a tool that I was like, "It's a, you're supposed to clamp down." So I just was holding it hard with my hand and going. That is in. fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude, dude it worked. Craig like, Jig. Yeah, but it, like I, I had ample clamps, and then I bought another one that I probably won't need to use again or use a clamp for another six months. So, anyways, that's my that was my wine. I love it. I love it. And then you got what was it? You were you wanted to do shine wine shine. Or shine wine wine. Yeah, I was gonna just skip the other one. Um, I'll just do a quick wine. Man, a big Foo Fighter fan. I'm sad. Taylor Hawkins, R.I.P. That uh, that is parlaying directly into my wine and into my money, money, money. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so I will leave on the or we'll get out of wine and shine on this wine. When when famous people pass away and people feel the need to post about them and make it about themselves, like extremely, but like very niche stories that have nothing really about this person's character, but only about their portion in it. It is the equivalent of the birthday post where it's a good picture of the person <laughs> posting it and a shitty person, a picture of the person in the birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yeah, we are, we're, we're very selfish on the social medias about posting those kind of stories. It's all about, hey, here's my here's my quick five minutes with Taylor Hawkins. Very sad that he passed. Um, and I, and I, and I'm, I'm excited to share my money, 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 but, um, this is, uh, this is someone's post on Facebook. It's a comedian from LA that I had, uh, like somehow like cross paths with, uh, can I read it to you guys? And then you just let me know if this like, okay. Um, very sad to hear the passing of Taylor. Hollywood ends up being a small town. And after a while you're bound to cross paths with famous people. And sometimes they even become your friends. I didn't know Taylor like my friends did, but I did have one epic evening with him and Dave about 20 plus years ago. I was bartending at a little known bar that had great bands roll through their doors, the Martini Lounge. It was probably a Tuesday night, dead as hell. I mean, literally the only people in the place were the band playing on stage, me and two scraggly, long-haired, sweaty dudes sitting at my bar. They were both really nice and funny. They were Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins. They came to see someone play in that band that literally not one other person came to see. I had no idea who these guys were, just two grungy dudes who were making my boring night at work a little more fun. It had to be around the year 2003, give or take a year. I wasn't into Nirvana or other grunge bands. I was coming off what I called my minimal phase. I didn't have a stereo in my car, nor did I have a TV, so I didn't know who they were. It was before cell phones and social media. They told me they were in a band. I figured as much. They said they were called the Foo Fighters. Um, I said, food fighters? That's the stupidest name I've ever heard. They laughed. We hit oh it off. God. They were both very witty, as am I. 
Uh, we had some great banter uh, back and forth that lasts for hours. After the band played on stage and left, these two guys stayed to hang to just hang out with me. I don't remember what they were drinking. I don't even remember if it was alcohol. I want to say beer because as a bartender, when someone would ask me what my favorite drink to make was, I'd reply with Heineken. These Jesus, two guys made my shitty night at work one of the best nights I've ever had. Um, uh, over the years, I would see them time and time again, cross paths with them backstage and at parties. Uh, I knew people who knew them well, musicians, etc. Um, anyways, that's basically, I just, I read it, and the whole time I was annoyed. I'm like, yeah, of course they were nice guys. Everyone knows they're nice guys, but all she do, they were very witty, as was I. Uh, and they yeah. st- and these guys stayed just hanging out with me because I was doing my minimal phase where I didn't have a stereo or what. Hey, shut up, you were broke, you dumb bitch. You were fucking bartending. Every hey, you can't call <laughs> being broke a minimal phase. That's like saying you fuck. <laughs> 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 that's a spin zone, dude. That's like someone who's a janitor being like, I am actually a cleanliness uh, service tech. Like, shut up, you are what you are. Don't fucking dress it up. You were broke. So annoyed at that. Um, and I've seen a couple more just like that where people are like, here's my wild story about how I crossed past for 30 seconds and it impacted me forever. Um, so don't do that if you're, uh, you know, doing that. Now let's get into money, 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 because I think it's a good transition. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start at the Sharks are in session. We're making people some money. Uh, I would like to come to the table first if you'll allow me, Sharks. Please I do. I think so. Okay. Hey, Sharks, what's, uh, what's the worst part about missing, like, big, iconic live performances? Mm, missing out. Yeah, one of them will die, and you'll never be able to see them in their full glory. Correct. Or the time is that when they were a band is past. You know, your Queen from Live Aid, your uh, uh, 2004 Google Dolls at Buffalo in the pouring rain, Foo Fighters at Lollapalooza 2011. You sit there and you go, man, I just wish I could have somehow traveled back in time and been at these concerts. And though Ooh. time travel hasn't been invented yet, VR has very robust oh, VR. Has. Here we go. And boys. so I am coming to the table with a VR uh, offering called "You Should Have Been There," um, or "Wish I Could Have Been There." And what's going to happen is we're going to transport you. And though it isn't the real thing, I'm a proponent of live music. Do not get me wrong, okay? If you can go see a live concert today, you go see the live concert today. But there are times you just want to feel what it's like to be at these like insanely crazy performances that have taken place over time. And so what I'm offering is that you could have been their VR application. You actually go into a room. It's basically like uh, it's going to be a brick-and-mortar place you got to come to. But we put you in like this booth. You have headphones and the VR, the whole thing, and it transports you back with hyper-realistic angles and video of the whole performance, and it puts you in the, it puts you in the place. So you can see La, uh, 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 Foo Fighters play My Hero in the Pouring Rain at Lollapalooza in 2011, one of their more iconic performances Taylor Hawkins had before he passed away. You can see Metallica on the airstrip in, in Russia with 100,000 people going crazy for Enter Sandman. You can be at Live Aid for Queen, David Bowie, those 20-minute performances that changed rock and roll Damn. forever. And it, the VR puts you right there in the sweet spot. Not one of those fucking drones in the sky, not watching it off YouTube on your phone. It's a VR as if you're in the crowd. And we'll... uh. 
we'll make it hyper realistic. You're basically in the chamber, so we'll have the temperature like put in. If it's a rain, if it's like if you've picked the iconic concert and it's in the rain, we'll fucking dump rain on you. It's fine. The, the equipment's <laughs> waterproof. You're gonna get the absolute the closest you can get to being there in real life. We're gonna make it happen. Only for past concerts. We will not simulate a goddamn thing, and it's only for bands you can't see live anymore today. That's my other thing because I want people to still go see live music. Do I have buyers or investors? Yes or no? Investor and customer as a big proponent of live music. I love it. Um, I think this is unreal. A lot of these, you know, performances you're talking about, we weren't even alive for or right. like functional enough to go to them. So being able to go back in time per se to go see these iconic, um, I, I think is going to be unbelievable. I, I'm I, in. I really liked the aspect of actually like making it feel real. Where you step into the chamber, they replicate, they re- they figure out what the temperature was that day, how fast the wind, what like basically everything down to maybe just that last bit of real feel where you could still maybe tell you're not actually at it, but everything mm-hmm. else you like you get to feel it. And because it's in like a separate room or a chamber, basically these sensory deprivation chambers in a way, um, you don't have to feel judged about fucking getting into it. Because I'm be singing along, dude. I, I'm bringing a lighter in that chamber with me. I'm fucking. Yeah. I'd be going nuts with the whole thing. Um, so I, I think it'd be great. I've been going down a big rabbit hole. I've been watching so many of like the all time greatest live performances, uh, just Hell to yeah. see, just to feel what it was like, just to see you know what it was like at that time. Um, Harley, Nate, what what do you think? Any questions? Do you like the Do you like the application? I'm in. I love it. One thing that I do wish uh, is that in the room you go towards or go into it, each room is specifically designed for a concert that that person is going to. But like if I'm at Alpine Valley, I'm standing on a grassy hill. If I'm at the Google Dolls in the rain, I'm standing in the mud. You know, if I'm at, um, you know, Red Rocks, there's some benches behind me, you know. Uh, So I, I want the ground, you know, that I want that to feel real, too. Okay. Okay. Iconic venue. So here's what you do. Yeah. You can you set your appointment. You don't show up that day and go, "I want this one." You go, "No, no, no." Like, here's what we're gonna do. You you book it like a week ahead, and in the back of the house, mm-hmm. we have like different turfs. Mud. Like, we can make the real feel of the ground is one thing. We can figure that piece out because the tech, the rest of the tech's you know easy. It's just the water, wind, and uh, the uh, the goggles and headphones. Yeah. Harley, I, can I take a guess here? You're not gonna like this idea. I think you think it's I too. Mean, it's it's <laughs> yeah yeah. I was like, okay, it's too techy. I I will go in as an investor because I know it will succeed and that's where the world's headed. Personally, not my my cup of tea. I think you could also use the technology, especially with the real feeling. What if you guys did like Civil War reenactments, like take them to the <laughs> take them to battles and have them like hit bullets, nerd, just simulate okay. being shot in battle. Can I Harley? As much as I know you're kind of shitting on my idea, that's fucking fantastic. We'll, call, we'll do We literally, we could do the time traveling, you know? Like, one side can be if I can go to iconic events like that. One, you could go see JFK get assassinated. You could be in the yeah, tower with Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, that's the one who shot Lincoln. Head chopped off. Yeah. Why not be part of the French Revolution? Why not? Hey, you want to be on? You want to be frontline marching straight at the British in the American Revolution? We've got the app for you. You want to know what it feels like to take a musket to the arm? It's 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 not quite a bee sting, but it's not. You're not going to lose your arm. You're not going to feel good. Um, Harley, that's that's actually not a bad idea. 
the reason I said the concerts, though, it's, oh. it's a little more attainable because a lot of them have been filmed. Like, you go see the Beatles in, like, Wembley. You know, that would be fucking insane. It's just basically, I want to maybe, I wanted to keep it just music because that's such a one-of-a-kind experience that not a lot of people are going to get. Like, you just hear people like, I was at the Live Aid. It was the craziest day of my life. Like, I'll never, like, you can't beat that. I would love to at least just know mm-hmm. what it felt like to be there. Like, I watch... I've been I've been watching them every night before bed. I'll like put my headphones in and just watch some of these iconic performances because you just like, man, what a time! Two thousand four, no fucking smartphones. People are just they're in the pouring rain on Fourth of July, going nuts for a song that everyone knows the word for. Just like twenty thousand people singing the lyrics. That's insane. That sounds. I would kill for that. That's pretty badass. Yeah. I okay. So can I just take a a bite from from Hard Dog? Yeah. So we keep it. It's ninety percent for music and then we use the uh other 10 percent for the educational whatever and we get them government education grandson and then we we're a non-profit yeah wow. we do fbi training well no even <laughs> just, just like dude you bring a school combat in they, training like y'all mm-hmm. did y'all didn't want to learn about the battle of gettysburg guess what mm-hmm. you're in it now bitch hey, go have fun yeah. you, you got four hours in there you better stay alive if you don't survive you get an f you gotta be you gotta mm-hmm. be with it you know it's I'm, just a, a giant warehouse that has like the cords hanging down with the Oculus Rifts and like the and there's no haptic suits, but they've got the gloves on. And like we're the ones we have guns, we have paintball guns that are hooked up as well that you know we can we can shoot them, it'll play a sound, a gunshot in their ears, and then they'll feel the pain of a paintball gun, non lethal training. Yeah, I mean, listen, that gets a little far out of the concerts, but I'm still in. I think that there's a lot. There's a lot we can do here. Listen, because what if the technology lags and suddenly you have a gun and you're at the concert? That's a pretty weird VR, huh? That would be something. <laughs> you're in your Civil War outfit and <laughs> Lollapalooza if, with a musket. Real life and VR, and then you just live there. Well, that's so. Hard. That's why, like, there would again. You'll be able to tell just a little bit, but you can still kind of let yourself forget for a minute at these concerts. I knew you wouldn't like it, Harley. I don't. I, I wish. I wish you would, but I know you didn't like it. I don't have to like it for it to be a good investment. Fracking was a good investment. Uh, that's a great point. <laughs> yeah, it's good, good for business. Um. All right. Well, then I got three investors, two customers. I like the idea. Uh. So sign up now for your uh for your immersion experience into some of the best performances of all time. Um, Matt, it sounds like you had a money, money, money to close this out. Yeah, I've got one really as well. Oh, I don't Matt really too. want to follow that, but I'm going to shoot it anyways. Do it. Um, I sent you guys a couple of text messages here just to so you can see what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> hello, sharks. Uh, now I'd like to say we've conquered the business world. Am I right? I'd say so. Well, now I want to conquer the social media world. Um, I have created the best stupid social media account for the world, uh, let's be honest, uh, to view and laugh at. Um, Introducing NFGs, a simple guy getting burned on NFTs of Shutterstock images of cheese. Uh, Yes, he asked, don't don't steal it because he's already down big. Uh, (laughs) Who does this account follow? Only one person, Taylor Swift. (laughs) um what will we do with this weird funny account you may ask well the world is your clam uh i open the floor they're not really a business idea then no you're 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 basically Um, saying we're gonna acquire a dying account 
pretty much and or are um, we are we letting him continue to get burnt because we're selling him pictures of cheese that we've taken we're continuing to uh let him get burned on on pictures of nf uh nfts of cheese we collect that cash hypothetically um and then uh, the account just grows until then we start selling merch of of ns nf cheese cheese shirts cheese shirts I don't know. It was a really dumb idea I had in California, and I had to put it to fruition to just see it through. The name alone has me interested. NF Cheese is is very clever and funny, and I like it. So that 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 alone could get me to throw a little bit of penny, a little bit of cash around. But I will say, Matt, as an investor and a customer, a little weary of the NFT market. You know, a little bit. It, it, you're you're asking me to go into a, a uncharted territory. Hey, you know what? For an account of a guy who's already down big with the fluctuating market already like being bad, it's even funnier. That's all I gotta say. I'm in. Fuck it. I'm an investor, but I'm yeah. investor. Yeah. I'll ride with you, Matt. You've yeah, never that... you've never steered me wrong. That's what I'm saying. It's a lawless wasteland, and that's where I thrive, so I'm in. <laughs> it's such a stupid idea, and I think it's hilarious. And if no one else thinks it, you know what? And you know, I already got two people that think it's funny. Harley, what do you think? You gotta diversify your portfolio. Sometimes I'm in. Hell yeah! Well done. <laughs> he came with the crackpot idea. I love it. it you're in NF Cheese. That's a great fucking name. NF Cheese, and it's literally just pictures of Shutterstock images of cheese, and the guy saying, "Please don't steal it. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't screenshot." I love it. All right, Nate, take us home. Okay, I think I may have the best business idea that's ever been been brought to these sharks right here. So, you guys may remember me from the boof tube, the pair of underwear that you can fart into and will desync by yourself, and the whopoopmypants.com, the also pants-related business idea. (laughs) Now, let me pose a question, if I may. Please do. What is the worst part about finding a hat that you love? Mm, wrong size. The price? No, it's something that is the perfect hat. That's something that you wear a lot, you know? Not not one that you already own that you have truly like loved, you know. Wear and tear. The wear and tear, the sun bleaching. Yeah. Sweat marks. Yep. And the knowing that you're not going to be able to find one just like it again. So I'm here to bring you the website called Hat Rack, where you type in the manufacturer of your hat and whatever model it was. You can find that on the inside of your hat, whatever the the sticker says. And you can find other hats that were made by that manufacturer. Because there's only a couple big hat manufacturers, New Era, Richardson, um, a couple other ones. But they all have their different specific. Yeah, they've all. They've all got their different models, and they sell those blanks to companies, and then they embroider them. But I found a hat that I really like uh, back here. I got a long cord today. I'll grab it for the Patreon. Um, it is a Richardson Outdoor. Um, that's the model, and I love it. But I'm not going to be able to. I I have no idea where I'm going to be able to find this hat again unless i go back to the same place i bought it this mammoth brewing company and maybe i want something else maybe i want to have that exact same hat style but with different patches or you know logos or whatever that's it so so can i can i try to summarize it or like put my head around it 
Yeah, wrap so it around it. I have my favorite hat of all time, and I go to this website, and I basically want a carbon copy backup of this hat. Can I do that? You could You could probably find it, but it's to, it's to find hats that are the exact same hat as the one you love, okay. but with different logos on I could, it. I, okay, I'm in on the original idea, but I would be double in if you also added a capability of basically getting a duplicate hat. They do the legwork of finding you that exact hat carbon copy. You go, hey, I need a backup, right? So when you first get your hat, you go, this is my favorite hat. You can at least load a couple pictures of it, take the information down. And if I ever lose it, or even before I lose it, I can go on this website, put it all in, and they will figure it out. That's why I'm paying them $50 versus 25 at the store, because I can get the yeah, exact you can, you carbon pay, copy hat. It's like the Geek Squad, but we're called the Cap Trackers. Correct. Cap Trackers. Yeah, so they'll get you that exact one. If that capability exists and the the whole same similar style manufacturing thing, you've got me as an investor and customer. It's a great fucking idea because there's nothing worse, I mean, than when your brother sells your Coors Light hat that you love so dearly and they don't sell them at Walmart anymore after. <laughs> exactly. You, that's a great idea, Nate. That's actually a really fucking good idea. Um, it's just one of those like drop shipping kind of. It would be it'd be tough to run, but you'd make good money if you because people hat people will pay a lot of money for a good hat. They'll pay thirty five dollars for oh, a yeah. leather patch and a snapback, and the hat costs six dollars to make. So the margins are there. We're, we're not we're not making the hats. We're just the aggregators of right. all of the the hat but information. We can, but we can charge the sh- like shipping and convenience uh-huh. fee can be double the cost. You end up making quite a bit of money. Matt Harley, what do you think? Are you in investor customers or both? Probably investor. Why not a customer? Let's let's dig a little deeper. While you're such a negative Nancy on these ideas today, that are all fantastic, by the way. What do you mean? I just I don't have a hat that I love so much that I need a carbon copy. Okay. Okay. We're not just in the business of getting carbon copy hats. Yeah, Harley. The whole thing. Did you not hear Nate's original pitch? I just added a capability. Like I was. It was. It's a bolt on. Mm-hmm. I don't need a hat that's a close fit and like I can. I can find those hat distributors on my own. Well, I think. Hey, it's hey I think you could use the help. I mean, that I, I'm not gonna say that's not the right hat for your head, but it's. I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can, you can find. Obviously, you can find the distributor. All you got to do is look up Richardson. But they aren't. They aren't the ones who sell all the different variants of hats. There, I can't go to Richardson.com and buy a Mammoth Brewing hat. It's not possible, because Mammoth buys the hats from Richardson, gets them embroidered somewhere, and then sells them at their at their shop. So totally different. Yeah. I- that's, it's a great idea. That's why I want to invest. I just probably wouldn't be a customer. <laughs> because, because Harley's not a customer, that means I'm an investor and a customer. I know it's a good deal. Yeah. So you're in, Matt? I'm in I'm in because Harley's out. Yeah, I think that's that's a good way to I do will, it. I will just get their dumpster for free hats or misprints. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Uh, let's put a bow on this thing. Final thoughts. Round the table. Matt, we're coming to you first. Oh, hell of an episode, boys. A lot of fun. Uh, Sorry I was late, but, you know, it's one of my flaws, and you guys are just going to have to deal with it. We still love you, just in spite of it. Haro, you're up. Final thoughts. Podcast uh, was a lot of fun. It had my full undivided attention from start. (laughs) Um, And the internet worked great. So, you know, all, all good here. Beautiful. Nate, final thoughts. In the great words of Andre 3000 and Big Boy from Outcast, <laughs> shake it, shake, shake, shake it. Lend me some soft-boiled eggs. I am your neighbor. 
Um, see you next Tuesday, Nate Nation. Get some rest. Get some sleep. You know what? I've got nothing besides subscribe to the Patreon because, boy, is it fun to watch the facial reactions and some of the antics we get up to. Two ninety nine a month gets you a lot of good stuff. Uh, these guys said it all best. This has been a good episode. NF Cheese is releasing soon uh, and, <laughs> and the rest of these great yeah. business ideas. Uh, we love you guys. This has been the Tuesday Catch. If you're all caught up, one, two, three. He turned to me as if to say, hurry, boy, it's waiting there for you.